Welcome to my little cabin in the woods on Spooky Island, where each week I tell you scary stories from around the world. From stories of possession and ghosts, to UFOs and Wendigos. Sit back, relax and tune in, as it's time for Spooky Island Radio. Over and out. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the first episode of 2023. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> um, you have to bear with me. I'm a little bit excited this week because I'm literally uh, sat in a hotel room um, by King's Cross Station uh, because at five o'clock tomorrow morning, I've got to go for a little train to Amsterdam. I am so excited. Like, if anyone knows me, like, they know that I hate flying. So I love the fact that I live in London. I can just get the Eurostar and, like, be in uh, Amsterdam within three hours. So excited. So, uh, yes, you have to bear with me. I'm a little bit excited this week. Um, but hope everybody had a new, great new year. Um, and, yeah, hopefully the first few days of 2023 aren't as bad as the shit show that was 2022. Um, but, yeah, I've not got my notebook with me today, so I've not got all my, uh, my notes that I usually like to say at the start of an episode. So... We're just going to really jump straight into this uh, this episode this week. Um, I haven't got a uh, the film club done for this week either. Um, just there's a few things I want to change with how I do the film club, and um, yeah, it's not as good as I want it to be. So I'm just uh, so I've just taken that out this week. So bit of a shorter episode. It's just going to be one main story um, and then a Reddit story again. Um, and yeah, of course, our main story this week. Um, is a story about Amsterdam in the Netherlands. So, you know, since I'm going there tomorrow, um thought, yeah, let's get a story like that sorted. And it is a fucking terrifying one, let me tell you that. Especially since it involves the people in the story partaking in... Well, how do I say? Um, what Amsterdam is... One of the things Amsterdam is famous for, they partake in it in the story, and I plan on doing that this weekend too. Um, so it's a little bit scary for me. But, you know, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, and, yeah, just the usual things to say. Um, if you want to see how my trip to Amsterdam goes, uh, give me a follow on Instagram because I will be um, going to all sorts of really cool places. Um, and if you've had any stories or any experiences from Amsterdam or the Netherlands, then get in touch with me um, and I will read them out on a, on a future show. Um, so let's get uh, straight into it. Let's go! So, yeah, like I said, my first, well, my main story this week um, is all about the city of Amsterdam and um, a story about two German uh, tourists who... Um, well, it's difficult for me to explain. We'll just get straight into the story, so let's go. The city of Amsterdam was developed quite rapidly around 1613, when the digging of the three main canals started. After the conquest of Antwerp by the Spanish in 1685, Amsterdam became the biggest and one of the richest cities in the world. During that time, it also became a leading centre for finance and diamonds a position that would be held until around 1700. 
After the 80-year war with Spain, many people were drawn to Amsterdam and it became known for its relative religious tolerance. The 17th century is considered to be the golden age of Amsterdam. The merchants of Amsterdam had the largest share in both the Dutch East India Company and the Dutch West India Company. Therefore, Amsterdam got wealthy for nearly 200 years by establishing trading links all over the world. One of the main stories people know surrounding Amsterdam is the story of Anne Frank and her world-famous diary, where she and her family hid in an attic from the Nazis during World War II. Unfortunately, they were ratted out towards the end of the war, and all but her father were killed in concentration camps. And this was my first knowledge of Amsterdam anyway, having learned about Anne Frank and her diary during history lessons in school. I've been to Amsterdam a couple of times before, once with some friends, and I mean, it was a really good visit, like, me, my best mate at the time, and her friend, uh, we got the flight out, and yeah, we just had a great three days, met up with some other friends, had a great, had a night out, um, it was very messy, um, but yeah, it was great, like, I loved it, and, um, and I've also been once with my partner, and that was good as well, we went to... Well, we went all sorts of places, really. I love, it's really sad, like, I always take somebody to the Sex Museum because it's absolutely brilliant. If you've never been to Amsterdam, it's your first time going, go to the Sex Museum. It is the best six euros you'll ever spend. It's so funny. It's so good. Um, and, yeah, me and my partner, we just chilled, um, went to the Anne Frank house with my mates the first time. Um, and it's just such a great city, and I just love it. I absolutely love it. So that's why I'm going back again this week. I'm going to do a bit of a different uh, thing I've never done before. I'm going to go to, like, Amsterdam Nord and go to some cool... Um, I'm going, like, roller disco in. Oh, it's going to be amazing. So, like I said before, um, stay tuned to my Instagram um, if you want to see how I get on, because it's going to be interesting, to say the least, <laughs> being there on my own. But I know it's going to be great. And this time, obviously, I'm going on my own. I'm staying at this really cool capsule hotel just off the red light district. Um, and since the first time going alone since I um, it's my first time going since I started this podcast so I thought it'd be interesting to do some research on possible ghost stories and hauntings and I thought like such a historic city would be crawling with ghosts and demons but from what I researched there's only a couple of really haunted places luckily for me they revolve around the red light district where I'm staying the main story I could find revolves around a woman called Helena who lived there in the 18th century with her sister Dina and her father. One day a sailor fell in love with Dina, which infuriated Helena, and out of jealousy she threw her sister into the family's tannery cellar, making it seem like an accident when in reality she killed her. And then Helena married the sailor. But in 1753, she admitted to the murder on her deathbed and begged her husband for forgiveness. Sure enough, he was outraged to hear this and cursed her soul to roam restlessly in misery for all eternity. 100 years after her death, people would hear screams at Spookstig and catch a glimpse of Helena's ghost whining and moaning in the dark alleys in this area. Safe to say, this is a place I will be visiting late this week, so keep an eye out on my Instagram if you want to see more about this location. And my main story today comes from a tourist, a couple of tourists from Germany visiting the dam with a, with a friend who encounters some shadows and voices after visiting a coffee shop in the red light district. Now if you don't know, if you're not very familiar, so um, a coffee shop is not a place to get coffee. Um, so in the Netherlands, um, they've legalised 
uh, marijuana um, or weed. You know, marijuana. If I'm being very, uh, very, you know, if I'm being very, uh, very prim and proper. But weed, the devil's lettuce. Me and my mates used to call it. I love that phrase for it, the devil's lettuce. Um, but basically, well, they've not legalised it. But what they've, what the government has done is decriminalised it um, so you can have a certain amount on you at a certain time blah 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 so yeah um, obviously that's one of the reasons people go there um, so a coffee shop is a place where they sell weed um, and a cafe is where you get a coffee so that's the difference between the two um, and obviously this comes into play in the story today so with all that said it's time to settle in as I tell you the story of the ghost of Spookstick the ghost alley of Amsterdam. It was summer 2019, and me and my friend Otto decided to head from where we lived in Berlin to Amsterdam for a little trip away to see the sights of the Netherlands, but mostly, if I'm being honest, to smoke weed and maybe have some edibles and meet some other travellers to have a good time with. We got a cheap Wednesday evening flight out and booked our hostel, staying just off the red light district, where I imagined we would be spending most of our time anyway. We landed on a short train journey to Central Station and we were in the heart of the city. If you've ever been, you will know just how incredible it is. The architecture is just so amazing. All these tall little houses pressed up right against each other in the canals, and that is what the city is mostly made up of. It is just incredible. All these small alleyways and everyone who was just so welcoming. Myself and Otto had some trouble finding a hostel, but some locals helped us find it. We checked in and headed straight out to explore the city some more. I started to get it started to get dark and we found a real snug coffee shop with low lights, some chilled out music playing and just a great atmosphere. We must have spent a good few hours there and we decided to leave and head back to our hostel. By this time, it was pitch black. We walked back through the red light district and again, it was a place with such a great atmosphere. We began to turn off onto a side street and had this feeling like I was being watched. I turned around to where I thought this feeling was coming from and I saw a shadow walk down the alleyway. I felt like I needed to follow it. This feeling in my stomach was almost pulling me towards the alleyway. I was almost there when Otto grabbed my arm and said I was going the wrong way. I mumbled something about, yeah, I know, but uh, I, I saw a shadow. He laughed and talked up to being the weed. We laughed and started to head back to the hostel. We got in and basically crashed. The last thought on my mind, what was that feeling? And what was that shadow? Now, have you ever had a dream that felt so real? So real, it felt like you were living it. Well, this is exactly what happened to me that night. Although it was no dream, it was a nightmare. I was transported to a bench. I was still in Amsterdam, but it was dark. And I knew it was a nightmare because there was no one else around me. And this feeling of dread was deep inside me. I saw the entrance to the alleyway where I saw the shadow earlier and began walking towards it. But this time, my friend was not there to stop me. I heard this voice calling my name, and I followed it deep into the network of small streets and alleyways. They seemed to be getting more and more enclosed as I got deeper into the network. I got to the centre of this alleyway maze, and there was a bench with a lamp illuminating it. 
and sat on one side was a shadow figure. As I approached this bench, the feeling in my stomach which was trying to turn me around, but I couldn't. I put my hand on the shoulder of this dark figure, and as it turned, it screamed. All I could see was a black void where its face should have been. This high-pitched squeal scared me and I began running, running just so fast. But the more I ran, the more I seemed to get lost. The shadow was in pursuit and it felt like I was not going to be able to escape, screaming and laughing as it chased me. I turned around to see what it was and then I felt like I was falling. I looked back forward and could see I was falling through the sky and I put my hands up in my dreams I smashed into a canal and just like that I woke up in bed and it was 3am I was sweating and shaking. I looked all over and Otto was fast asleep. Safe to say I didn't get much more sleep that night and when, he, and when Otto woke up he told me about a dream that he had last night running through a maze of alleyways and I said I had the exact same dream. We both put it down to the weed maybe messing with our heads and it affected our dreams too. But I know it felt real, not some trip. We had another great day planned of sightseeing and a few drinks. We even ended up meeting some other people who were visiting in our hostel and we decided to meet back up with them later that day, grab some food and drinks and maybe a joint. Myself and Otto had a great day and decided to head back towards the red light district where we were meeting up with everybody else. We were having a great time as a group. There was a group of guys from Manchester in the UK and a couple from Barcelona. And it was getting late and I was feeling like I needed some air. So I got up and headed outside and I could not believe my eyes. The bench and lamppost from my dream was right in front of me. I had to pinch myself to check I wasn't sleeping again. I went and sat down and lit up a joint. Maybe it was the weed, but I felt quite light and I felt someone sit down next to me. And then that feeling of being watched and dread suddenly killed my buzz. And as I turned to my right to see who had sat down next to me, I saw a woman dressed in old time looking clothing. I thought to myself, thank fuck, it wasn't that shadow creature from the night before. I offered her some of my joint and she went to take it from me. But instead, she grabbed my wrist, digging her nails into my skin. She laughed and giggled as I screamed in pain, and I managed to pull my arm out of her grip and fell backwards off the bench. I screamed in pain and she was now on all fours on the bench crawling towards me, crawling to get me. I managed to get to my feet and ran. I ran as fast as I could. She pursued me once more, however this time I managed to stay clear of the alleyways and managed to find my hostel room. Her cackles and screams getting quieter as I reached my room and then they stopped altogether. I used the bathroom for a cold shower to try and shake off this trip and as I opened the bathroom door, she was there, in my room right in front of me. She put her hands around my throat and the next thing I remember as she leapt towards me was waking up. I was in bed and it was the next morning. Otto was packing his case and suggested that I do the same as it was as we were leaving that day. I said, when did you get back? He said that he noticed I was missing and came to look for me. He came back to the hostel room to see if I'd come home and he found me passed out in the bathroom and put me into bed. What the hell had happened to me? 
Who was this woman that just seemed to have been pursuing me all weekend? I started to think it was all a dream again or some bad trip. But then I looked at my wrist and what I saw still scares me to this day. Fingernail marks on my wrist that still have scarred me to this day. Amsterdam is such an amazing place. But this part of the red light district and this woman seem to have left their mark on me once and for all. And when Otto asked me recently if we were going back any time soon, I said, yeah, sure, why not? But on one condition, we stay clear of the red light district and the ghost that haunts it. Well, I just want to throw it out there. I hope that doesn't fucking happen to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I just love that story. I mean, if you've ever been to Amsterdam, you know what the sort of feel is you know all these old buildings majority of people there just have a good time like researching this story and the ghost of uh helena it just got me so excited to go <laughs> so excited um but yeah i will be or well, i can't stay clear of the red light district because my hostel's just off of it but um but yeah i am very much looking forward to my trip and this story just got me really excited and I hope it scared you a little bit because it actually fucking terrified me whilst I was researching it. Um, and who knows, maybe I'll go down to Spooksteg, which is, I think it, it I'm probably saying it wrong, um, but it translates from like Ghost Alley or something like that. Um, so I'll be going there. Maybe I'll see if she's about, you know, see how brave I am, see if I can call out to her, see if she's there. Um, but yeah, I just really loved that story. I thought it was just so relatable like we've all had those dreams where we wake up and we think can hell was that real what happened you know and yeah that's one of the reasons why i enjoyed it um so hope you enjoyed it as much as i did and again follow my instagram if you want to see all about my trip um that i'm going on this week for my birthday so um yeah hope you enjoyed it and then let's get on with the reddit story let's go So, like I said, it's another Reddit story this week. Uh, I think what I found is obviously around this time of year, people uh, are very busy visiting family with work, you know, that sort of thing. So, I've not had any more uh, listener tells in, but in all fairness, I've not been asking for them because I know how busy this time of year is for people, including myself. Um, but yeah, so um, hopefully get some more in um, when I start properly reaching out to people later this month and, you know, get back on the the hype train for Spooky Island Radio listener tales. Um, but yeah, so I took this story off of Reddit um, and I haven't read it myself. Um, I wonder if that's how they came up with the name of Reddit. Making that joke that I just made, but no. Well, at least I made myself laugh. Um, but I've not read it, um, so... And there was comments underneath it saying it was a really good story. Um, so, yeah, let's see what it is. And I, I sort of wanted my reaction to be the first reaction to it as well, uh, recording it. Um, so let's get on with it. Let's do it. When I first moved out of my parents' house, I lived in an old but recently renovated annex building on a farm. I was the first person to live in this building. 
It was really old and looked like it could have been part of the old pig shed. The farm was also really old and there were remnants of an old priory about 50 metres from the farmhouse and annex, which also had an old excavated graveyard. One of the skeletons is in our local town museum as it was one of the tallest men ever to live in my local area. Weird stuff happened pretty much from the day I moved in. Orbs in photos, unexplained thumps and bangs, all the usual ghost stuff. The annex was really small. Tiny shower room and toilet, then a tiny kitchen, then a living room, and then a bedroom. Each room had its own door. None of this modern open plan shit. One day I was in the shower, and when I got out and went through the kitchen, all the cupboards were open. Twice I had opened a kitchen cupboard and had a glass and a mug fly out, as it lit, as in literally fly out and hit the wall behind me. If I ever fell asleep on the sofa in the living room, I'll be woken up by a man's voice angrily shouting, Hello! at me. My TV would turn on in the night, my phone would randomly start playing music for no reason. I had my best friend stay over one day after we had been out drinking. When we were both hung over and she went to the, be- to the bed in my bedroom while I zonked out on the sofa, she shouted at me, Stop, stop walking around, why can't you just sit down? Well, I fucking was sitting down. I couldn't hear the footsteps, but she definitely could. I would also lose things in my bedroom all the time. Jewellery, makeup, etc. A new lady started living, started at my workplace, and little did I know, but she was a bit psychic. I had never spoken to her about where I live, or weird stuff that happened in my house all the time. One day, totally out of the blue, she told me there's a woman who likes to come to my house and play and she really likes the teddy on my bedside table. Honest to God, there is no way she could have known this. She went on to say the woman is from a long time ago and has learning difficulties and the monks used to look after her. At this point, my mind was totally and utterly blown. She told me to buy her a teddy and put it next to my one on the bedside table. I was sceptical but willing to give anything a go because I hated living there so much. I was so scared and freaked out so often, so I did. And since then, I've had no more issues. It seemed like this is what the entity wanted, or like it wanted to be part of my life. I still didn't explain the man who would angrily shout at me while I was asleep on the sofa, but maybe my thought is that this man was one of the monks that used to look after this little girl. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here, but all I know is when I do leave, I'll leave the teddy bear for the little girl who still resides in this place. Well... Nice and short and sweet, that one. I mean, it was quite a good story. I'd be interested uh, to find out where this person lived. Um, but yeah, it's quite a good one. It ticks all of the haunted horror boxes. The the uh, cupboards opening, the angry voice shouting at someone to get off the couch. Um, but yeah, overall, I quite like the little story. I mean, I'd be interested to hear um, a bit more detail if it did help. 
and how it helped and if anything else if the psychic had anything else to say um but yeah well, that's quite a nice little short and sweet one hope you enjoyed it um and that is basically us done for this week um like i said a bit of a shorter episode this week just because um uh, i obviously usually do uh, the film club at the end um but it's not quite where i want it to be you know um maybe need to change the format a little bit of it um it's always the piece i always dread doing at the end um but yeah so it will be coming back just maybe in a different format um so you have to bear with me with me on that one um but with all that said thank you again for listening um i know it's a bit of a shorter episode this week but hope you enjoyed it just as much as i enjoyed making it um and yeah like i said join me on instagram this weekend i'll be posting a lot i'll be smoking a lot um yeah it's gonna be good um i've got some really good experiences planned um so yeah join me over there um and yeah it's going to be a good one so uh thank you for listening again and we'll see you next time on spooky island radio over and out